feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. When I caught a glimpse of Rita. Filling in the ticket in a little white book. In a cap, she looked much older. And everybody tonight is still outraged over what we have seen at Times Square. That horrible, despicable beating that took place of those great heroic police officers. And now we're getting more details that seven of these illegal migrants have been arrested. And guess what? It sounds like all of them, by all the reports that we've seen out there, are out out on the streets, and not only was one of them giving the bird the finger to the press and other people as they're walking by and also at the police at New York's finest, then there was another one who was smiling, and he was laughing, and he was like, ha, 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 America. It was arrogant. It's disgusting. And tonight, I am just shocked and so sad For our great police department, our great men and women that are out there every single day. And then you got these guys who are completely ungrateful. They're in this country. They're here again illegally. Uh, The reports are that they're all from Venezuela. And there's also a report tonight that four of them have already flown to California. So if that is correct, we have no idea where they are. And they are charged with a C-level felony. That is an assault on an officer. What are they doing? First of all, able to travel because somehow they didn't get to California by driving or hitchhiking uh, in this short time. They had to have flown. So explain this to me, how we could have people from Venezuela that have crossed our border illegally that I'm sure have a criminal record. We know for a fact that some of them had open assaults and other issues. That's a given. I bet you probably every single one of them. Because if you are going to go after a police officer, you have no borders. You have no scruples and you have no morals whatsoever. So if you're going to do that, I'm sure these people probably committed a lot of crimes in their country. And so they come over to our country. Why were they not some red flag? It just shows how dangerous our wide open border is that they weren't flagged to begin with, that they just seemingly came across the border like millions have been doing these days. And then in addition to that, they then assault an officer. We're finding out the reason that this case got a lot of attention was because there was a civilian who actually filmed the ordeal Then, of course, it got a lot of attention. I'm glad it did because we need to support our men and women in blue. And now they, of course, have been charged, at least seven of them. Apparently, there were 12 that were involved in it, but they've got seven of them, right? At least they did. And then they just let them out because that's the way it works with these judges. That's the way it works with the DAs. I mean, there is something so wrong with this that we have illegal migrants 
committing assault on a police officer that could get them multiple years behind bars. Uh, you want to make a bet that none of them are ever going to show up for a court date? They're not even staying in the state. They're just like, oh, let's just get out of here. What the heck? And I hate to say it. They know they can take advantage of a very weak border system and a very weak judicial system. And that's why this case to me just gives me a pit in my stomach because it is like there are so many, many, many problems with this case. It's the wide open border. It's the disrespect to our law enforcement that sadly seems to be getting worse and worse every single day. It is also, in addition to this, the fact that they're getting out. The fact that ICE and the NYPD, they're sort of feeling like their hands are tied because of political uh, dealings and everything that's happening with the wide open border. And then a number of our politicians were asked about it and the governor was asked about it. She was like, yeah, you know what, um, they should, should they be deported was the question the reporters were asking. The answer should be, heck yeah, what the heck were they doing in the country? And her first answer was, yeah, I'm going to look into that. It should be a little more forceful than that. I am happy that later on in the day, she at least came out and said, yes, they should be deported. But that's not a trick question. And it's not a trick question also for Mayor Eric Adams. And this comes as there has been such disrespect to our men and women in blue. It comes after we have, you know, the unlimited paperwork bill, as I call it. That's what was passed this week by the New York City Council. So you got that. You got these migrants that are beating the cops. The cops also, if you look at the video, it doesn't look like they took out a taser. It doesn't look like they took out a gun to protect themselves. You know, those migrants, first of all, the cops could have pulled out a gun. And quite frankly, they would have had every right to. They're getting their heads smashed in by these migrants. But they didn't take out anything you wonder. Was it just because it came out of nowhere and they were kicking him from all different directions? Or was it because they were afraid if they took out a gun or something like that, that they'd get hauled in? I mean, who knows in this climate? Luckily, by the way, we are so fortunate that those officers sustained minor injuries. Not really minor when you get kicked in the head, but at least they're alive. I mean, they could have been killed. If you look at it, they're like drop kicking them and punching them and just kind of it makes you think that clearly these guys, these migrants have done it before. And so there are so many problems with this system after all of that. And now there are reports that at least four of them have somehow made it their way to California. So that means they either got on a private flight, which who knows, or they got on a commercial flight and were clearly not flagged. So. How can this be that you bring in somebody who, first of all, has a criminal history, you allow them to get all the perks of taxpayer pluses, and I call that the migrant shelter, the dry cleaning, the food, uh, all the other stuff that goes with all these perks, the education, the health care. They take advantage of everything that America has to offer, and they listed the migrant shelter as their home address. So they're still staying there. They've been there a long time, and they're still staying there at taxpayer expense, our taxpayer dollars. And this is the thanks we get? That is shocking. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222.
two. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn, line two. Alex, your thoughts about this disgusting display against the police? Yeah, it's despicable, but you know what? They're showing what they really are, you know, came here for, not to respect the United States, but do whatever the hell they want and what they want to do. It seems like these people, they want to attack cops. They have no problem with that. It's not like, you know, they were in a situation that got into a fight. They attacked the cops. They're coming out with smiles and their tongue out and their fingers up like that. I mean, they're showing us what they're up to. These people, the majority of them, you know, that came to the country not, but we have a lot of these people. They're representing a big chunk of bad people that use the open border to come in because legally many of them wouldn't be able to come in either because they're terrorists or they're on the watch list, et cetera. But at least these people are being honest about their intentions. Joe Biden and this Biden administration, they're not being honest about the fact they want the border open. They're blaming Republicans and they're not being honest about their agenda, that they care more about their votes and getting these people to vote Democrat than they care about the people, the safety of the folks in this country. And by the way, if I could mention what's going on in Texas now with the governor, he proved that building a border wall helps. And I think that's something that's really he accomplished now because we're seeing that there are more uh, migrants coming in through other parts of the border um, um, where they weren't coming in at the same rate in different states that don't have these barbed wires up. Um, these razor wires, and that's because there's a wall in Texas, and it's hard to get through there. So borders work, and I, I want to see what, what the Democrats have to say to this. He's clearly demonstrating that border walls work, so how about we put it up all the way and all over the place? Yeah, you know what? It's a great point, because you're right. Um, and in fact, he's even talking about increasing it, because it has been so successful, and they worked under Biden, I mean, under Trump, so there's no question it works, but Biden, just like you said, wanted to reverse everything that Trump was doing, even if it was incredibly successful. And you're right. Uh, he's already saying, look, people are going now to another different direction. They're going here. They're going there. And you know what? The Biden administration knows those walls work, but they just don't want to do anything that displays anything that remotely reminds people of Donald Trump's policies. Because remember, there it's a political year. This is all politics. And he is willing to sacrifice American security for politics. That's what I think it comes down to, Alex, because why else would you have a wide open southern border? He knows how to reduce the people coming in, whether it's through, you know, a wall, whether it's through uh, more officers, enforcement. There's a whole bunch of things. Look, one of the things they're pitching right now in Congress and they're trying to pitch it through the Senate is to have X amount, like put a cap on like 5000 a day. I contend that Republicans should hold the line because they shouldn't agree to any illegal immigration. It should be vetted, cleared. If they're, you know, if they're approved for asylum, then they come in. That you shouldn't, no deals. There should be no deals because then they are basically sanctioning illegal behavior. But it shows that the Biden administration, Alex, knows how to control the border if they suddenly can, like, you know, snap and reduce it by half, right? I mean, you know, that. That's proof alone. And just like you said, we're looking at the numbers where that razor wire is. Somehow they're rerouting because the word's gotten out that that section is not a free-for-all like it was up until the razor wire. So to me, it just shows it is such politics. And it's really stunning that we have an American president who seems to be working against American interests. 
Did you ever imagine that, Alex? I mean, I never felt that way before where it was almost it's an intentional effort to have people like the guys that were there in Times Square. I mean, how many more of them are in the country, Alex? That's the thing. We have no idea. When you have millions of people, you have no idea. Right, but it's not surprising. I mean, he set it up. Um, and we got used to this crazy situation of the amount of the amount of illegal immigrants that came in here, the amount of people that are dying of cocaine. We shut down the entire country because of COVID, but we're not doing a damn thing about this epidemic. That's hundreds of thousands of people dying every year because of cocaine. And Republicans know they shouldn't ha- pass this bill if it if it only has border security stuff. Only strictly that, then they should pass it. Why not? But if it has any crap in it, why should they pass it when Joe Biden has the ability now to secure the border without us having to pass border security and additional crap? What's the point of that? He he has the ability to secure the border, and they just want to be able to say, hey, Republicans aren't, don't want to secure the border because Biden said he would secure it if they passed the bill. That, that's not their responsibility to just have to go along with whatever he says. If he If he says conservatives to jump up twice, make some jumping jacks, and then I'll secure the border. Do all the do conservatives have to do that if they want the border secure? No, he has his job. It's his responsibility. And he has the ability to do that and to just blame it on Congress because he wants it to make it look like he didn't have the ability to secure it until now. I mean, how do you, how do you just anybody that looks at the fact that under President Trump, the numbers were going down under Biden, he came in and immediately increased, no matter what global warming or anything, it's, it's so blatantly went down under Trump, so blatantly went up under Biden, you can't turn it any other way. And I think anybody that looks into the border crisis, and so many more Democrats are now because it's affecting Democratic states and cities, and so many people know of people that are dying because of the cocaine, they're looking into the root cause of it, which is the open southern border. You can't lie to them by just blaming Republicans. Yeah, it's too obvious. I agree with you, Alex. And, you know, the other thing, I'll take it one step further. He could also do executive action if he wanted to. He doesn't have to go through Congress whatsoever. He could take executive action. He took executive action to lift Remain in Mexico. In other words, not to keep them in Mexico. He said, come on, come one, come all. He could put Remain in Mexico back in and a whole bunch of other stuff in five seconds. The thing is, President Biden does not want to. And you hit it on the head. It's all about politics. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. No surprise, those migrants, those thugs, I should say those animals who were beating up on the cops in Times Square. We all saw the videotape. Well, now there's word, first of all, they got out because no bail, which is just despicable. But there are reports tonight that they may have fled to Mexico or California. But multiple reports that somehow they just were able to flee New York, never to be seen again. You knew this was going to happen. 
Listen, first of all, this is Bill Bratton, because earlier today, John Katsimatidis and I spoke on Katz and Cosby with the former NYPD commissioner, Bill Bratton, and this is what he predicted. And boy, was he right. Take a listen. I have a prediction for you. You're not going to see most of these characters uh, show up for their court appearances. They're going to be in the wind. <laughs> if, they're not already, if they're not already in the wind uh, at, at this present time. that uh, Although, actually, I don't know why they'd uh, go uh, try to flee, because not much is going to happen to them anyway. As much as it's been uh, uh, talked about that it's a seven-year felony, um, <laughs> by the time they get in front of a, a judge, uh, it's going to be quite a way down the line in any event. No, it's uh, part of the issue here is that there is really no... Uh, punishment uh, any longer uh, for assaulting police officers. That's the reality. How sad is that? Uh, a seven-year felony, some with other priors, and they're now roaming freely, probably never to be seen again. Let's go to Dave, line five. Dave, uh, this is just disgusting. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Rita, one point that has not been brought up, and this is very important, and, you know, you have the bully pulpit with John Katsimatidis, with Judge Weinberg, and tomorrow morning, you have to call Alvin Bragg and ask him why his office did not ask for bail for any of these five defendants. I agree. Clearly, I agree. no tie to the community, no permanent address, no legal residency, no valid ID, no employment. This is exactly the type of person that's supposed to be incarcerated. Great point. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely correct. Because there was clearly no connection to the community. Uh, There was a a big blaring sign saying flight risk. And it looks like they're flying away tonight. Dave, we will do that. I appreciate it so much because you're right. We need to put them on the hot seat. There's no doubt about it. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which is sponsored by GoyaCares.com, because you are a precious gift from God. And this is such a powerful story from Kaimuki, Hawaii, a hiker who fell 200 feet down a steep slope off a marked trail known as the Lanipo Ridge Trail in Hawaii was found and rescued. And get this, thanks in large part to her barking dog. The Honolulu first responders received a 911 call on Monday about a missing hiker on Lanipo Trail in the Kaimuki neighborhood. First responders began a rescue operation, searching on foot and from above in helicopter. Other hikers separately reported that a barking dog was on a steep slope without an owner. Flying overhead, the helicopter spotted the dog and a rescuer rappelled about 20 feet down to the marked trail and grabbed hold of the distressed animal. Now, while airlifting the dog to a nearby park, the pilot also noticed an object about 70 feet below where the dog was located. The crew then returned to retrieve the object and found that it was a bag filled with personal items. 
Meanwhile, first responders caring for the dog at the park then discovered the owner's name and phone number on the dog's collar. The Honolulu Police Department then engaged in a series of calls that went unanswered and also performed a wellness check at the owner's address, but no one was home. After gathering further information on the owner, Officers on the scene then confirmed that her car was, in fact, parked at the Lanipo trailhead. And at that point, an extensive and coordinated search was immediately initiated. And get this, thankfully, officers and rescuers then located the owner under thick foliage about 100 feet below her bag. After receiving basic life support treatment, the 35-year-old woman was then strapped into a rescue stretcher and airlifted to the park about three hours after the initial 911 call to the Honolulu Police Department. She was then placed with EMS officials for further medical care and is said to be doing okay. What an amazing story and what a great like combination of putting the pieces of the puzzle together, also that great barking dog, and of course the incredible work of our law enforcement to save this woman's life. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I always love doing our Back the Blue segment. And because I love our law enforcement so much, I get so angry when I see this video especially of these officers that are being beaten and kicked. And I'm also wondering, where are the Good Samaritans? Where are the people who were watching this? Because it was in Times Square. It wasn't too late into the evening. They were just breaking up a a rowdy crowd. That's what started it. And they told the guys to kind of move along. And then they pounced on the cops. So there were a lot of people in the area. Why didn't somebody step in? Apparently somebody was filming it. Why didn't they, instead of filming it, call 911 or go grab some guys or grab some other cops in the area? There's a lot of questions tonight, and I hope we haven't gotten to the point where we are living in a society where people are afraid to either intervene, maybe they're afraid that they're going to get Daniel pennied and they're going to get charged, who knows, or they're afraid that maybe these people have weapons and who knows what, Um, or maybe they just are getting so used to what's happening in New York City uh, that they're unfazed by it all. I hope that none of those things are true. But boy, are we in a sad state that this occurred. And again, where were the Good Samaritans trying to break up the fight to try to help our police officers? Thank goodness they survived. Uh, But they might not have. If you get a kick to the head like that, you should see some of the kicks from these thugs, who again, the new news tonight is that they're on the run. There's a report that some went to Mexico, and there's a report that some went to California. Either way, they don't seem to be in the area. What a surprise after they got arrested for what would be a seven-year felony. And we just heard from Dave from Long Island. Dave, you had a great question, which we will look into, because you're right. Why did Alvin Bragg let these thugs go? They clearly were flight risks. I mean, they had no connection to the community. They had no attachment. They had a migrant shelter. Why would you allow people like this back out on the streets? If you look at a couple of them, they got tattoos all over. I bet you they are gang. Some of them are probably gang members from Venezuela. There are reports that Venezuela is emptying out its prisons. Venezuela is not going to want them back. So you can't, even if you say, okay, I want to deport them, 
where are you going to deport them back to? You can't like suddenly uh, bring a plane and put them on a parachute and push them out because Venezuela is not going to receive them. They don't want to receive them. They're happy that they're out of their country, I'm sure. They don't seem to want to, and they're not cooperating by any means with the U.S. administration. So there's so many issues here. First of all, how did they get here? Exactly who are they? What's their background? Clearly, they are monsters and criminals, repeat offenders who've done it many times before because they just thought nothing of beating up a cop in Times Square, beating two of them mercilessly. They don't care. And then they got arrested. They're giving everybody the finger and they're laughing at the cameras like, hey, America, screw you. How sad is that? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert in Philly. Line five. Robert, your thoughts. Good to talk to you tonight. Um, before I get to my point, I just wanted to thank the, all the Democrats and their voters for giving us this. Okay. This is squarely on them. They wanted this to happen. And I just wanted to thank them for it. And I really hope they pay for it at the end of this year when election time rolls around. But I had called you before, and I had mentioned to you maybe I thought that when everything shook out, a lot of these illegal immigrants would wind up in blue states, and some of them would wind up in red states. And I think this case here highlights it. These kids didn't fly off to Oklahoma, did they? Nope. They went to California and back to Mexico. And when Trump comes back into office and states are allowed to have autonomy over who's in their state, Anybody who's shady, who's an illegal immigrant, is going to get out of there and go to a blue state because that's where they that's how they want to live. But the people that keep a low profile and just all come here to really work for a better life, who I think will be a benefit to the country, they're going to a lot of them are going to wind up in red states because that's where the opportunity is. And they're as keen to economic opportunity as them animals are to committing criminal activity. So that's that's all I have. That's what I think about it anyway. But what do you think? No, you know, I think you bring up a great point because you're right. They know uh, that, yes, these states are like sanctuary states, but they really are sanctuaries for these illegal migrants. And you're correct that I think they are going to start fleeing to even more of these places. Like you said, they felt comfortable enough, apparently, to go to California. Like, okay, good. Uh, We're going to have no trouble there. Uh, What I think, Robert, though is that I think anybody right now who is running for office and running against a Democrat, especially those, and it's most of them, that have supported Biden's open border policy, I would just show that beating in the, you know, what happened in Times Square. It's all on video for the whole world to see. The whole world is mortified. And I would just play it over and over and over again. And say, is this the world you want to live in? Are you happy that you voted for somebody or you're thinking of voting for somebody who supports open borders, who doesn't care about putting our safety and our police officers and our security safe? I mean, I think it is so rife and it is so transparent that this is such a dereliction of duty having an open border. This and, and the sad thing is, there are so many other cases like this out there. I mean, it makes you wonder, how many other cases are like this out there? And we were going to put guys like this in what, schools and recreation centers? Can you imagine, Robert, you put guys like that uh, in a school and in one place, they were putting them in the gyms in active schools and in elementary school, thugs like this, and there's yep. 10 million people that crossed. 
I mean, there's probably a whole bunch more that look at that guy. And they just gave them an advertisement, by the way. If you're an illegal migrant, you go, God, you can get away with anything in New York or in these blue states. That's sad, too. Yes, it is. Not in my town. That's what that song says. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen in my town. Yep, I agree. But I think that uh, one more thing in that while I think all this is going to wash out, um, bear in mind, over the last two years, you just asked about this, just in Texas, 30,000 Americans have been victims of crimes by illegal immigrants in the last two years just in Texas. So you can extrapolate that across the country and thank the Democrats. That's hundreds of thousands of American citizens victimized by these idiots because they want to perpetuate their party. It makes me sick, but I'm calm now, and I'm going to have a good night, and I hope you do too, Rita. Oh, I will, Robert. Thank you. And you know what? It makes me sick, too. It is so disgusting, and it is so obvious that we were headed in this direction, and it was bound to happen. Because if you and and there's nothing about these people, this is not is there anybody out there who looks at these thugs and especially the ones that we got a nice close look up and their fingers, you know, and them laughing as they're getting outside of the police station again uh, for a seven year felony potential. Oh, yeah. Come back. I mean, what kind of a moron lets somebody out like that and says, hey, yeah, come back. Uh, we'll give you a court date in a few years. I mean, th- this is exactly the kind of person, I agree, who should be locked up. But now on the other issue, it makes you wonder, okay, well, how many more are just like this out there that we have no idea of, that are roaming our country, that are just able to aimlessly go through? We have no idea. There are so many more like this that are out there, and it's exactly These people who have said, oh, yeah, I want to have it for political reasons and don't care about the implications. This is darn right frightening. And to me, it it epitomizes exactly why you have to have a secure border. And I worry also, by the way, Robert, I'll also take it up a notch because, yeah, I obviously hate to see these cops beaten. It's disgusting. And these people, um, I wish... They never saw the light of day. Believe me, if I was the judge, I would have thrown them behind bars and said, you know, let's get them out in about 50 years because that's what they deserve. I'm also so angry at how ungrateful they are and all these other issues. But I also wonder, there are probably many people that are there that are so much even worse than these guys who are planning, plotting, who knows what, against America and have equal disdain and disrespect for America, uh, the country that is giving them opportunity. And to my point before, there is nothing about these people that screams, these are asylum seekers. I mean, these are thugs, these are criminals, these are not genuine asylum seekers, because you know darn well had they come up in front of a judge, you would hope, uh, that anybody would see, uh, you know what, uh, these don't look like people who are fleeing uh, tough times. Maybe they're fleeing tough times because they committed crimes in Venezuela and they're wanted in Venezuela. So that's the only thing they're probably fleeing from Venezuela is uh, probably the prisons there, because I bet you they committed a lot of crimes there if they're going to feel so brazen as to kick cops here. Uh, this, These are thugs, these are animals, and they're clearly repeat offenders. And now they're on the run thanks to these people with these wide open border policies. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dave and Comac, line four. Dave, your thoughts. Uh, 
Maybe uh, Governor Hochul, as uh, as I call her, hopeless Hochul, needs to step down or fire Alvin Briggs. Yeah, you know what? She should. Quite frankly, I really wish she should. There have been a number of these cases that have happened with migrants. Her stupid policies about legalizing recreational marijuana, her her stupid policies about a whole bunch of other things. Like, there's no cops on the road to stop the speeders on the LIE. On the weekends or early Saturday morning or early Sunday morning. How about the Jose Alba case, Dave? Remember the Jose Alba, the the Dominican guy who, the bodega owner? Remember, he he charged him. He put him in Rikers. You know? I mean, the guy was defending himself, and they put him in Rikers. And, uh, I mean, if that doesn't say to you that the the priorities are out of whack. New York City, that this guy on a, on a, a moped... Uh, they were trying to uh, arrest him, and he threw the cooler at them. At the 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 the, uh, the guy on the bike, the guy hits the uh, uh, falls falls off the bike, hits the cooler, and uh, he's the cop is now being tried for manslaughter. It was in uh, the Daily News. I, I saw that. No, I know exactly the case. You're right. It's crazy. There are so many other cases even before this, and you're right. Those are the questions that next time we see the governor, we ask that why is he. Uh, still working. Why is Alvin Bragg still working? And she came out with a comment. In fact, I want to play this real quick, Dave. Um, this is cut number four. This is just a short comment from Hochul. This is what she said yesterday when she was asked about should these migrants be deported. Take a listen. Those individuals be deported? I think that's absolutely something that should be looked at. I mean, if, if someone commits a crime against a police officer in the state of New York, um, and they're not, you know, they've not processed, they're not here legally, definitely worth checking into. And apparently she went a little bit further today, which is good. Thank goodness. But she needs to be a lot tougher. I agree with you. Dave, thank you very much. Great points. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And we see the revolving door of justice. But imagine being a member of the NYPD and seeing your colleagues being brutally assaulted, no one helping, and the thugs now reportedly have fled to California and Mexico. Well, here is what the head of the Police Benevolent Association, President Patrick Hendry, had to say about all this. Uh, This was a a vicious attack against two New York City police officers and every single individual who participated in attacking and assaulting, viciously assaulting our New York City police officers need to be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. Attacks on police officers across this city has become an epidemic. We had over 5,000 police officers assaulted last year, and only half of those cases were prosecuted, and less than that saw any consequences. Our criminal justice system is breaking down at every single step. 
It is breaking down. And I played for you earlier, just a few minutes ago, what Hochul, the governor of New York, had to say when she was asked, hey, will they be deported? And she said, well, maybe these guys, because, of course, they're illegal migrants from Venezuela. Yeah, that's a possibility. So today she stiffened her spine. And this is what she said. Thank goodness. Get them all and send them back. You don't, you don't touch our police officers. You don't touch anybody. Thank you. Get them all and send them back. You don't touch our police officers. Bravo to the governor, because that is absolutely the right message. I wish she had said that the first day, but I am very happy that she's saying it because it needs to be said loud and clear. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike, New York City, Line 5. Mike, uh, your thoughts that no one came to help. Well, yeah, Rita. You know, I've always said I'd be sitting in jail right now. But what I'm trying to say is this. Uh, you know, uh, Penny did the right thing. If that would have happened. You mean uh, Daniel in, Penny, the Marine, right? Daniel Penny, yes. Yep. He was a good Samaritan. So if you want to bring your good Samaritans back, yeah, I understand the police have to use, they got to go by their code and all. But if that would have happened back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s in the city, okay, and, um, and uh, there was a good Samaritan. And let's say even if they did have body camps and all of that, a cop would have found a way to tell a guy to get lost, okay? He wouldn't have freaking took his name, rank, and serial number and threw the guy from a frying pan to the pot. So, you know, if, if cops, cops are going to need good Samaritans, people in New York City and America are going to need good Samaritans. You know, sometimes you got to break the code no matter what. I know when we're on patrol on boats with the Coast Guard jewelry, we're not there. If somebody's in the water drowning, we're not supposed to jump in. We've got to throw a, a, a life ring or something attached to a line. But who's going to follow code? You're going to take your life jacket off and dive in. All right? So that's what they got to do. They can't be like robots. They got to be human, you know, and <clears throat> what goes around comes around. You give good, you're going to get good. You go by code, you're going to get code. Nobody's going to be you're going to always go be there to help you. So they got to look the other way, even if it means getting fired. Bring back the good Samaritanship of of, uh, of New York. New York was the best city in the world. No, you're right. You are so right, Mike. Everybody, the good people need to stand up and protect our police because there are thugs out there that have no respect for law enforcement, and if they're going to do that to cops, they would do it to. Anybody.